on the Wake Up Radio. I am your host, Joel Saji. Make me free. You're no free man. Make me free. Make me free. And welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. You're listening to Make Me Free. This is your host, Joel Saiji. Shout out to our super producer, producer as always, Sydney Ashby. You can call in live at 844-818-4433. It is $2.99 per minute. You must be 18 years or older to participate. You can catch replays on otwtube.com, Google, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and as well, iHeartRadio. The new website is up, as mentioned, otwtube.com, where it is free, speech-friendly, no censorship. Sign up today, and you can also, if possible, please donate to $5 or any amount, which will go directly to the website and airtime as well. It is a labor of love, but we still live in a costly world, and we have to be real with that. And if you appreciate the free content, as always, please help us keep the message uncensored and free, where you can do, donate through PayPal, and that will be at onthewakeupradio at gmail.com. And again, that is on the wake up radio at gmail.com. And we want to thank you all for tuning in tonight, those tuning in for the first time, and as well as those faithfully tuning in since the first show. Love, light, and peace as always. And thank you for tuning in, giving us a special half hour of your time tonight. Uh, time is of an essence, so let's get to it. Tonight's topic kind of like dwells on the the boule. The boule boule. I don't know if anybody familiar with that word, but the boule. Uh, it's a French derived derived word, uh, meaning council. Oh, this is what their definition is. Council of citizens appointed to run daily affairs. Uh, this is around the time in the Greek era when the Greeks were running things, they had certain people, I believe I read 500 people at a time running the city. So you had to go through these 500 people to do whatever you needed to do in the city. And they kind of like were the who who of the city, the who's what and the haves, the half-haves and whatever you want to call it at the time. But they were appointed. Um, basically now, the word they use now uh, instead of boule is Poster boy. Uh, tonight's topic is actually demonstrating on that um, white man's poster boy. Um, and I chose this topic specifically uh, for a couple of uh, interesting things that have been like said across social media that come into question when you're trying to get information and just trying to go about, you know, understanding things and how they work and you know just society as a whole but you know you always come into some real interesting stuff and I'm pretty sure you do as well uh when you're on your hand, hand handheld device but this one in particular 
uh, I ran into uh, this guy's quote here. Uh, besides uh, Tim Scott, which I'm going to bring him into the fold as well, but he's one of those white men's poster boys. I believe uh, if you remember Tim Scott back in May, uh, he was the uh, uh, guy that they put on uh, right after the, uh, uh, the convention that they had, and he was up there speaking about America is not a racist country. And everybody was wondering what hell America he's talking about because the one we live in is full of racism. So we want to, you know, I, I had to put Tim Scott out there. He's one of the most famous ones of a white man's poster boy that you're familiar with. Uh, this other particular guy uh, that I want to pull up as well is Kid Cuddy. Kid Cuddy is also of the Boulet, uh, appointed by, again, the white man's poster boy. So I kind of like want to bring this into point because we kind of always fall into the trap of advertising. Uh, especially uh, us being of color. We spend, what, uh, trillions of dollars each year on just, you know, necessaries, but most of the money that's spent is on some unnecessary shit that we probably don't need. We probably could have did away with. We probably could have waited on. Uh, you know, we, we, we do so much, but we're so into buying, spending, you know, and and it's it's we're preyed upon basically, and you know, I kind of like put the boule out there and the advertisement out there just for the fact of the white man's poster boy and how we always attracted to you know ads of such, uh, you know, the highlight of colors that come with the ad, you know, that makes it, uh, you know, even more uh, uh, mind-boggling or. Uh, in this case, interesting. Uh, and this is where they're going. They want to sh uh, strike your interest in these brands or promotions that they put out there. In this case, the poster boy, Kid Cudi, um, you know, with the promotion now of men in dresses or men in kilts, uh, some say, but in this case, particularly men of color in dresses is almost the thing now, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's not unheard of. It's, it's not unseen, but it's, it's not in the everyday view. And right now I think it's kind of like turning that curve to where you're going to be seeing it pretty much every day now, maybe even on commercials. And I, when you think about it, I think the a commercial is out with a guy in a skirt in, in some form of another. But still, you know, just going back, Kid Cudi, uh, if you're not familiar with him, uh, he's from the uh, Kanye West uh, early part in his career where he put Kid Cudi on for a nice little song, and Kid Cudi took off after that. Uh, but in this case, Kid Cudi is most known for his performance of Sad People. Uh, if you're not f familiar with Sad People, that was a song written by uh, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain if you're not familiar with him, was a, I guess, if, who you speak to, a legendary performer um, that did a lot of his shows in dresses. I'm um, not sure if you're familiar with that, but yeah, Kurt Cobain did a lot of his singing on stage in, in dresses. And in this case, Kid Cudi did a tribute to him 
as well as Chris Farley, um, two known users of drugs. I say it like that, best way I can. I should code the best way I can, but known heavily users of drugs. In this case, they both died. Well, Kurt died from what they say is a self-inflicted wound to the chest. Chris Farley died of an overdose. But going back to Kurt and Kid, Kurt and Kid, Kid did this tribute for Kurt Cobain in Dress on Saturday Night Live. Uh, and he specifically uh, loved the show in SNL. And for some odd reason, they wanted him to, in order for him to spotlight him on the show that night, they wanted him to wear a dress. And again, this seems to be kind of by, by like, by design, because um, SNL always seems to have some type of man of color always in a, a skit with a dress on of some sort. Um, Keenan and Kale, I think that's why uh, Kale left the show based upon the fact that, you know, he got tired of wearing dresses. And from that, his skits kind of like went from 20 to 30 to none, you know, after that. And then now, you know, with the fact that Kid is doing this tribute for uh, Kid, I mean, Kurt Cobain, uh, the agenda to push this cross-dressing uh, agenda seems to be catching on fire. Uh, I say that, this, I bring that up to say that just in the news, as of recently, we just had a prominent um, known uh, entertainer in the professional basketball field, uh, Russell Westbrook now, uh, outside promoting a skirt design, uh, I guess, for men. Uh, in this case, Kid Cudi had his uh, dress made by a designer of Virgil Abloh, CEO of uh, the designer name of Off-White Fashions. You can look that up for yourself. Kid Cudi has now a contract with this company to design fashions of dresses for men. You can expect that soon to be coming. But again, I wanted to touch back on the boule. They put these brand, you know, they, again, a select, let's go back to the definition. Council of citizens appointed to run the daily affairs of people in the city. In this case, this country. You are hit with and hypnotized with these images over and over and over and over again. I believe, just to put it into a more perspective light, when you, again, thinking of vacations, I think kind of like the number one tourist spot now, since the country is kind of like opening back up, is Vegas. Um, I'm not sure what comes in second, uh, the Bahamas or anything else aside of that, but still in all, Vegas seems to be the highlight spot of the country right now. And, I, and again, with the lights 
Um, and I was kind of like pulling that up too earlier too, but you know, the light being light and the subliminal messages that they bring out, uh, white being in lighting, yellow being in lighting, uh, green, I believe being in uh, nurturing or encouraging, um, uh, white being enlightening as well, uh, red being as of attractive nature, you know, all these colors play tricks on the mind. You know, you can look that up further if you need to, but still going back into these brands and these posters and whatnot, tying all this in, they have already obtained the knowledge of us in our subconscious mind to know what we think, what attracts us the most, what we uh, led to uh, believe and not believe, what we will do and won't do. And people believe me, they are prying on you every day in this manner. Going back to another interesting uh, person that I had here on this list. Uh, besides Tommy Porter and his antics, uh, we have on the list as well uh, Larry Elder. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Larry Elder. Uh, Larry Elder was the opponent running for uh, governor of California. Larry, doing his campaign, was bringing up some very, very interesting topics of discussion, just trying to get the people to vote for him. And I, I kind of like want to pull up one of his uh, quote-unquote statements uh, that were made during his campaign run. He lost eventually. But still, he, he, was a, he was a very interesting figure. In this case, he wanted to ban gun control and narrow the gap between gender pay. But his most famous, famous uh, quote during his campaign run was he wanted to, if he could, go back in time and make sure that not only did the said slave owners get reparations as they did with land and whatnot that was given to them, he also wanted to extend that to those of that race totally in general, excluding everybody of color as they have done for since then till now. But still, he wanted to add more money to the pot where he said he wished he could go back in time and actually give every white person at that time reparations for the dismantling of slavery. I'm like, oh, my God, that, that has to be like one of the craziest quotes ever heard in the history of mankind. But it, I'm pretty sure. Somebody older than me can say, ah, 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 ah. There's been some more craziness close than that. I wanted to um, bring out my book I was using in this said topic tonight. 
For some reason, I can't locate it. Um, but we were going to be using pages from Dr. Guru's book, uh, Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome. Uh, and I believe on page 11, which uh, if you have the book, uh, it says something uh, to the extent it goes into the fact that racism has run like poison through the blood of American society since Europeans first landed on these shores. America's and Americans' denial of their blatant racism and attending atrocities committed throughout the nation's history has become pathological, basically. Also, uh, within this, I wanted to read as well. It says here that racism, one of the most baneful and persistent evils, is a major barrier to peace. Its practice penetrates too outrageous a violation of dignity of human beings to be countenance under any pretext. Racism retards the unfoldment of the boundless potentialities of its victims, corrupts its perpetrators, and blights human progress. Recognition of the oneness of mankind and implemented of appropriate legal measures must be universally upheld if this problem is to be overcome. Meaning that the Supreme Court justice can't really help you in this matter because they're protecting the laws of the white man. You have to, again, realize what you're up against. And I don't really think people really realize based upon the fact that the nation is becoming younger. And with that, the young really don't really have that grasp of the information that is expelled on someone that may be a little more uh, seasoned, such as our babies in the 70s, our babies in the 80s. Uh, the 90 babies pretty don't really have a real grasp of society yet. They're just not really getting into politics. Uh, you know, it's, it's it, you know, it's kind of like we're not feeding each other enough information to pass it on to this this to uh, stop anything that's in this progression now, especially with these poster boards and these people that are being put on front street for you to like and observe and maybe want to entertain another name out there uh, besides little Nas X besides Charlemagne the God and just touching on Charlemagne the God, you know, uh, uh, shout out to crumb TV because crumb TV kind of like brought this idea into a little more perspective tonight as far as the gatekeepers and, and bootlickers. And besides the bootlickers, it's just these people that I'm talking about as far as the boule, these people that they put out in front for you to acknowledge and witness and maybe get excited about. And this is kind of what misleads us from anything of a uh, substantial um, real talk that we need to be holding as a community, honestly. Uh, if you go around, one question I want to impose before I actually leave this show tonight is, 
even with the boule that we're trying to uh, inform you about, but how do you get rid of one billion people off the planet? How do you get rid of one billion people off the planet? With the numbers that are being projected now with COVID, they're really coming close to it. Are we actually protecting ourselves in, in any manner as far as subliminally or consciously? Are we, are, really, are we really aware of our surroundings as a people, as a person? Are we getting any full knowledge of, of the information that's being passed? Um, not even not just on my show, but just shows all around uh, our whole platform on, on OTW Tube. Are you actually taking uh, notice and actually listening to our hosts as they speak uh, on whenever they speak on the shows that they present to us? Are we actually taking full knowledge of the information that's being expressed to us and, and, and using it to our advantage? I don't think so. I know we we listen a lot, but we the action is the action of those words that need to be done. Just like a business, and I think that, and when you think about it, it's really a business now that we need to be getting ourselves on page. I'm pretty sure a lot will agree. Uh, those in the front, those in the back, those in the middle. Uh, if you can't hear me loud enough, turn it up, rewind this tape again. Uh, we'll have it again on otwtube.com for you to replay and understand what I'm talking about. But, again, the boule. And one of the – I kind of like researched something else, too. I went to um, the oldest black fraternity. And this is kind of like the one of the first boules. This is one I'm thinking about, too. The one of the first oldest boules, uh fraternity in this case, the Sigma Phi, Sigma Phi Phi, I believe, is, is expressed. Uh, the first Greek letter society in 1904 for African Americans. Uh, a little known fact as well, the oldest black fraternity uh, besides Sigma, the Alpha Phi Alpha. Uh, was created in 1906 of through the Cornell University. Uh, if you're familiar with Cornell University, uh, I believe it's associated as a historical um, black college. Uh, but if you actually look into that, it's not recognized and not associated with a uh, historically black college. But they did admit their first black uh and again it was founded in and again let's get this straight too it was founded by andrew dixon white and ezra cornell in 1865 says here first black admitted in 1870 first person of color to graduate was 30 years later after the fact of 1870 That's when the first boule was kind of like created, where they started handpicking light skins. I'm not sure how many dark skins they're picking, but for sure, at that time, uh, 
said known persons that to attend schools were the light skins or the offsprings of the slave owners or grandchildren of the slave owners or the great-great-grandchildren of the slave owners at, at that time. Those weren't the ones that were permitted to go to those universities and obtain uh, the information that they wanted to give them. This is when the first boule was created, handpicked people to express an agenda for the masses for you to catch on and for you to associate yourself with so you can get off your culture and your understanding of yourself. I want to put that out there. So if you want to do a little research, you can. Uh, but I do want to thank you all for tuning in tonight uh, to the show, uh, Make Me Free. This is your host, Joel Saiji. You've been tuning in as well every Sunday night, and we'll be back here again next Sunday at 7 o'clock to 7.30 p.m., and that is Eastern Standard Time, 10 to 10.30 Pacific Standard Time. Again, thank you all for tuning in, and we, if you do appreciate the free content, please, again, help us keep the message uncensored and free. And we want to thank you again as well. Shout out to my super producer, Sydney Ashby, as, as always. And again, otwtube.com. Sign up today. And thank you again, a listener. Love, light, and peace. Peace. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Cindy Ashby. On the wake up. So here it is, y'all. Are you tired of being censored, shadow banned? Shit, are you just tired of creating content and making these platforms famous? Well, I'm asking you to support OTW2. It's the black YouTube. Why, you may say? Because our content is important and necessary. And because anytime we tell the truth, they shut us down on their platform. So we are behind enemy lines, so we cannot complain. We just gotta move accordingly, smarter. So since we know many of our people won't just jump ship and go to a black site, what I'm telling you to do is don't post everything that is great on their platform. Give them purge people a 10-second snippet, a 15-second snippet, and make them come to OTWTube and come check you out. Support black things or stop complaining. Because only unity, black unity, and black economics can change our situation. Wake up, y'all. OTWTube is where it's at.